What's up, everybody? This is The Business Designer with Vanessa Bell. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, the place to find information, real-world information when it comes to starting, growing, managing, and thriving your small business. Now, today, I'm going to be talking about business branding. I had the opportunity to interview Kyla Thomas from 8-9-Design, And let me tell you, she dropped some gems and so much information for you guys to listen to. Things that you can actually implement right away into your branding strategy. Now, some of you might say, branding? Why do I need to focus on my brand when it comes to, you know, promoting or growing my small business? Well, branding is really so important when it comes to your business. It's a way to identify your business. I mean, we know McDonald's, we know Burger King because they have a consistent brand with their color scheme, also with the type of food that they have, and even just the influence that they have when it comes to their target audience. So your customers or your clients will be able to recognize and experience your business through your strong brand. So it goes beyond the logo. It's reflected in everything that you do when it comes to marketing. So listen to this podcast. You are going to enjoy it. You're going to see how to implement a great branding strategy, why it's so important, and how to have a comprehensive message for your company or your product when it comes to your branding and marketing. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast as much as I did. And I mean, I learned a lot. So I know you will learn something too. Well, hello. Today I'm going to be um, interviewing um, Kyla Thomas from 8-9 Design. And um, I wanted to interview her because I, I, I see her on Instagram. I see how you know good information she posts about branding, website design, and I love what she's what she talks about because she's talking not just about the textbook version of branding and website design, but the real version of it because she's doing it herself. She has clients, you know, she does it for herself as well. And I thought it would be a great opportunity to have her on the podcast, you know, ask her a few questions, pick her brain so that others who are business owners, you know, entrepreneurs from mom and pop shops to corporate companies can benefit from an expert, a branding expert, and just some tips that she can offer um, with with us today. And um, I just want to introduce, hello, Kyla. Hi, Vanessa. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad to be here. And I'm also privileged that you've extended this opportunity to me. Yeah. And it's, you know, funny story. And we met like way before I seen you on social media, (laughs) (laughs) And you know, through mutual friends and through my my now husband. Um, And I had no idea. I didn't connect the two together. So when we started I went on her page. I'm like, I love what she's doing. She's so real and she's just so, you know, kind with your posts. I just really, really, you know, want to commend you for that. But then you're like, when we started talking, we're like, hey, let's 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 talk more because I'm a firm believer in uh, partnering together and meeting together and just helping one another. Those because there's room for different types of businesses nowadays, you know, the, you know, and just, I really wanted to reach out to you and just commend you and just, you know, also pick your brain as well and vice versa. So when we got on zoom and you were like, 
we've met. And I was like, really? <laughs> and I was like, oh my goodness, we're, we have like family friends. And it was, it was so nice. So sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It was fun. It was, um, it was really fun. I was, I'm glad my bro got you and yeah, we had, we need to get some Thai again when we can visit and hang out. <laughs> it was so bomb. I, yeah. that Thai food is so delicious. So, um, but I'm so happy we, we, we continue to, you know, build our relationship online and just support one another and, and, and share tips and ideas. And so that's what I wanted, you know, to come in and, and talk to you about. So Kyla, how long have you been in business as far as like the industry when it comes to branding and website design? Um, let's see. So officially just a little over a year, but prior to that, just tinkering and doing little things over over 10 years my first website I created was was a blog about fashion on WordPress I had no idea what I was doing but I just wanted to make stuff look pretty (laughs) (laughs) don't we all (laughs) yeah (laughs) like you knew to help people but but make things look pretty right and you knew about the whole aesthetic the word aesthetic before it even became a word in the marketing industry (laughs) yes I studied fashion Ah, wow, I didn't know that. Yep, I have a degree in fashion design and a a degree in marketing. Oh, wow, see, that's why you have such a a keen eye for like colors and, you know, branding and your pictures, it just speaks that. Now now I connect the two, (laughs) together and having an aesthetic, a whole vibe. Your your Instagram is a whole vibe. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. So then 10 years and and you started with WordPress, which a lot of people start with. Yeah. WordPress is the beast. Mm -hmm. Um, I had gotten away from, from design and it was more about surviving. So doing work to survive. So it wasn't until, uh, 2017 that I dipped my feet back into the world of design and learning different tools. Um, but I always dabbled. I always had this thing about like creating websites and coming up with business ideas. Like, oh, this would be a great. I wanted to have like a um, a lotion and soap business. <laughs> and so, you know, I would create these different, have these different ideas and create little websites for them and realize that I had nothing to actually put on the site. There was like, what am I selling? What am I trying to do? <laughs> it's just this idea of pretty things, pretty pictures <laughs> and layouts and things, but there is nothing, nothing to tell, nothing to talk about. Right. So I guess that goes into branding. Right. Exactly. You know, um, I have to admit, I have created so many websites for others and I can, you know, can have been able to do them and quickly. Right. But I've dabbled into creating websites for myself just because it's fun with no product in mind, with no service in mind, but just to make something look pretty and flow together. And and I realized after so long, that's not my area of expertise. You know, I'll enjoy it and, you know, I can help individuals and connect them with the right resources. But my area of expertise is not so much, you know, the strategy, I get it. But actually doing the work, which a lot, I think a lot of entrepreneurs 
um, come with that uh, mindset that they have to do it all and they mm-hmm. have to know it all. And if that's not the case, you can hire individuals like yourself who can, who has that eye, who has that expertise, and they can focus on actually selling and making, you know, and make, making some money instead of focusing on the little tedious things like, like branding and, and all of that. Right. Just, just leave it to someone else to kind of extract that. And even as, um, as a professional myself, you know, focused on branding, I still went to someone else to help me with my branding. So it doesn't mean that you have to try to do it all, especially when you're so close to your business. It can be really hard to see. Um, you kind of go back and forth in your mind like, well, maybe it's this or maybe I should try this or maybe I should do that. So having someone else who's outside of your your zone of focus um, to kind of pull back all the unnecessary stuff and they just focus on, okay, like this is what you said, this is what you need here. So, right. That's such great advice. It's such great advice because I'm guilty of that because we're so close to our business that if we see something online or something that an influencer posts on social media, we're like, ah, I can implement that in my website. Oh, I can implement that in my business. And then what ends up happening, too much information can really affect us. It can get in the way of our overall business plan, our strategy, our end goal, because we're consuming way too much information, especially with social media nowadays. That's the whole purpose is to bombard us with information. And I'm guilty of that, of getting all this information. And then I'm like, and then I end up, end up paralyzing me that I don't continue to move forward with my business goals, with my business strategy. So I completely, completely agree that coaches, when it comes to branding, website design, or even a business coach is so valuable to help you stay on track to be able to get to the end goal. Exactly, exactly. Because that paralyzation, that is real. That is so real. And then you end up also burned out. So either you're stuck or you're you're trying to implement everything, but then you end up super tired. And burnt out. <laughs> and you can understand. We can relate to that because we're both moms. You're a mom, you know. And how old is your, your son? He's going to be three in August. So That's he's getting up there. Yeah, so you're juggling life, you know, and then business and being a mom. How do you do it all? Um, let's see. Meal kits are a huge thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> like we were saying is you're making so many decisions. You're making so many choices all day, every day. I made a post about like we, an adult makes like 330 decisions or 33,000 decisions a day. Um, and you know, as that's just a regular normal person, I don't know about a person that has a business plus having a kid. So, um, you know, trying to stay balanced is relinquish control where possible, hire out help where possible, um, kind of find things that make your life a little bit easier where you don't have to, um, make so many decisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, also try to limit how much information you're taking in. Like mm-hmm. I had to just stop sometimes, you know, 
checking my email, I have to just delete. Right. Everybody's got a course. Everybody's got something that they're selling. <clears throat> and it can be overwhelming. You're like, oh my gosh, I need this. Oh, I need this. And I need this. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. It's like, you know, impulse buying, but not really buying. You're actually just impulse of information, you know, obtaining information. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Wow. Great, great, great tips. Relinquish control. Just surrender to the idea that you have to control everything, especially in your business. That is so, so powerful. So powerful. So now my question for you, can you tell me a little bit about how do you create a brand? I mean, what is branding and how do you create it? So let's see. And in simplest terms, branding is really the way your your business behaves, the way it feels, um, and the way it looks to an audience. And there are two pillars to it. There's the strategy side to it that people don't see, but they experience it. And then there's the identity side, which is what people visually connect to. And so when creating a brand, and I learned this um, and one of my courses that I studied on branding um, was starting with why. And I've been a big proponent of it, of, of starting with why, like understanding deeply about what it is about you um, or what, what does your business want to do? How does it want to change the world? Why does it exist? And then being able to connect that to a specific audience and determine if your audience, if their, if their needs fit in, fit within that why. Mm. And then from there, creating a mission statement. So it's like your bigger, your bigger picture of how you want to basically change the world. Even if your business is something small, like, I don't know, mousetraps. <laughs> do they even <laughs> like those? <laughs> no, they do. They do. I had a client who had mousetraps, who invented mousetraps that stuck on the wall that stuck on the floors. It was like an invention he made. So yes, I get it. There's a, okay. <laughs> there's an invention for everything you can imagine. And I'm, I've heard it all. <laughs> right. So, you know, having a big, bigger mission um, and a vision around something as simple as that, where, you know, it's not just, hey, I have this product, but there is a reason behind this product. Maybe, um I know for my family, my, my mom and her siblings, they grew up poor. And there is a story of my grandmother. She um, she would have to stay up at night or kind of sleep and try to use a broom to keep the keep the mice from getting to the babies. Mm. So that that might be a connector or a mission or a reason why someone says, you know, I'm going to create mousetraps that stick to the wall or, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, wow, that I, I know that I know that feeling. I know that story really gross. But <laughs> no, but it, it, it's it can. You're right. What is your why? Why does it matter that you started this business or that you're selling these products? Exactly. And then that comes out in your brand messaging. So your messaging tells who you are, what you do, and then why it matters. 
And then it also uncovers what makes you different from others, because most likely, you know, what what you're doing isn't necessarily brand new. Right. But maybe the way that you do it, maybe it's who you are, your experience that makes it something special. Yes, absolutely. So powerful. So powerful. I, I, you know, I've had so many clients in the, you know, 15 years that I've been consulting and I've had clients who come in and they're set in stone. This is why I want to do this. This is my passion, you know, and everything. And I'm like, okay, great, great. Then I have other ones who, who ask me, what's a good business to start? And I'm like, that's okay. Let's, let's work on that a little bit. What are your, what are your, what are your passions? What is your, you know, your ultimate goals or your vision long-term wise? Um, and then other ones just have no, no idea, no idea. So for you to help your clients define that is so key for them because it's going to allow them to, to really reflect and be able to answer to others when they say, why are you in business or what are you selling? And they can answer by answering the why first instead of the what. There was, um, I used to listen to Simon Sinek. Oh, yes. Yeah, right. He's, he's always about the whole why, right? Yes. His whole message is why. If you guys want to check him out, check him up on YouTube. He has great, great, great videos book. and a great book as well. And he always starts by explaining, start with the why before you start describing with the what and what you're selling, what, you know, or how you're doing it. Start with your why first. Exactly. So, so that's super key. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that and reminding those who are listening. If you're even from a mom and pop shop, if it's just a solar entrepreneur and you're running the shop yourself, it's okay. Still define that why. And you can define that why through your branding. Mm-hmm. And then it also, it also, that why also uncovers your values. And so when you understand your values and what's important to you, it comes across in how you do business. Mm. So you're not just in the in business as a capitalist to make money, right. but you're you're about something bigger. And a lot of businesses now and nowadays, newer businesses, um, they're coming out with with uh, trying to be more connective and approachable. I don't know if connective is a word, but mm. approachable. <laughs> Um, especially (laughs) with with the people that that they their customer base and feeling more genuine even though sometimes it can feel kind of kind of pushed like uh trendy but when it's done right when it when it is genuine then it does create a connection it creates that value Mm -hmm. by you defining your why it actually gives your audience or those your your target audience um, some type of value as to the reason why they should even be following you visiting your websites or you know learning more about your services for sure exactly excellent excellent so can you tell me what are some cautions when it comes to branding or even pitfalls uh sure well before we move on though I wanted to make sure yes yes that I, I included um, a couple of other things, three other things okay. about, um, you know, the branding piece. So the fun stuff that everybody looks at, the logo, the colors, you know, how all of that ends up translating to your website. 
that's that's your brand identity, creating that, having someone work with you on that. And then also your brand voice. So how you talk to your audience. Is it funny, serious, inspiring, or a mix? Like uh, on Twitter, Wendy's sometimes goes goes hard on different people. <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that. I've seen the funniest <laughs> and the best marketing tactic ever. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Or so all Chick-fil-A. of that or Chick-fil-A going uh-huh. on the cows, they're always doing like funny messages on the billboards against, you know, <laughs> because it's yeah. chicken, they sell chicken. <laughs> yes, exactly. So the tone of voice that, you know, does what does your audience connect to? Now, I don't know if Mercedes Benz could be super funny, but, you know, they they might try. It depends. Right. It's funny you on. spending that money. <laughs> They'll make you laugh if you're spending that money. <laughs> or if their thing is more inspiring. So, right. Right. and then the last thing is to be consistent. So consistency is key to making sure that people know and recognize your brand and the way that it behaves, the values that it portrays. And, um, you know, just who you are. You are. And not mixing you up with somebody else. Right. <clears throat> and it's your, have your logo, have your, your voice. What your, What is your voice? Is it funny? Is it serious? Is it, you know, angry? <laughs> Whatever it is, you know? Yeah. And then the third thing is be consistent. Yep. Be consistent. Excellent. Thank you for those tips. You guys are getting some gems. <laughs> Definitely getting some gems. So, you know, continue to... To share it. Awesome. Excellent. Now, what should I be looking after when it comes to branding? What she, what would you caution me from doing? Uh, the biggest thing would be being trendy. Mm. That's that's a huge thing and that a lot of new entrepreneurs, they go with, <clears throat> well, this is hot right now and I want to be relevant um, to this audience. And so, you know, you're being trendy, you're copying what's out there. But unless that's what your audience expects, um, it's not a good idea. So really, everything goes back to your audience and what they think and what they expect um, and what their needs are. And there are times where you might pivot. Mm -hmm. um, And there are times where you can add like an element of like a modern element maybe like you change a typeface or your typography changes just slightly just to fit into um, current times modern times but nothing over the top where people end up losing losing who you are Mm. or if you're starting out you know trying to like I said fit into it fit in with everyone else gotcha so stay true to your authentic self exactly stay true to your authentic self don't go with what's trending or what's you know out there and getting popular just to get on that on that bandwagon and constantly pivot and change your products your services your branding um and I and I have to admit I am guilty of that (laughs) I'm <laughs> trying to find my authentic self because I was I was barely on the pre-launch, right? Trying to figure out what's um, what works for me because 
you know, I've been in the outside, not online, but really physically working with clients. And I didn't really have to, you know, brand myself because they would just come to me. But now I'm like, okay, now I'm having to be in front of their faces. So what is my message? I should have called you before. (laughs) I should have called you before I started posting on social media um, and just doing everything myself and trying to control everything from it, from my business, because I'm like, it's my baby. You know, I have to control it or whatever. So that's great advice. Great advice for sure. But it's okay to still do things that will get you traffic as far as, you know, relevant, as long as you stay authentic to yourself. Exactly. Exactly. And always go back to your audience. So if your goal is to target, um, you know, women 40 to 60 and the product that you sell is, or you sell a product and I don't know, what's a product? Give me a product idea. Oh, let's just say diapers let's just (laughs) we're moms so diapers (laughs) so you're selling diapers or natural organic diapers um you know you want to think about how does this person what's important to them are they they're into organic products they're they might be into they're more earthy boho um So knowing that just as a base, just as a basic thing, because there's so much more when you break down your, your ideal client, your ideal audience um, into a one person, but just kind of taking those different details and thinking about, okay, what does she want? Um, How does she, how does she think? Where does she go? Yes. Um, to shop where does she go what does she read where does she go online what things interest her um that's gonna drive your decision making and there's a whole lot of psychology that goes into (laughs) yes into your brand into the 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 style of of typography the different fonts that you use the colors that you use so if it's like an earthy mom you might want to lean more towards earthy colors instead of like, if the trend is purple, purple and gold, you don't want to follow that trend because that's going to completely alienate who you're actually targeting. Exactly. I love that you mentioned you gave us a real world example because you're right. If you are, like we said, organic, natural diapers, we have to think about who your target audience is. One of the things that I do with my my clients as far as consulting is we talk about who your target audience is because it's a component of the marketing plan. And we break it down. Okay, what's their age demographics? And generational marketing is I love it. I'm, I've, I've given so many presentations and public appearances on generational marketing because it really talks about the neural marketing component of your marketing plan. So what are they thinking? What are the <clears throat> values? Where are they going? What decisions do they need to make? So it, it touches on every single element of a person's inner body um, and inner thinking in order to create marketing that sparks an emotion in your target audience. So super key. I've, I've not 
been privy to generational marketing. Yeah. I have to look into that. Oh my God. See, now we're doing there's so, there's so many levels. There's so many levels to this. <laughs> levels. Yes. Generational marketing is, is, is something that not a lot of people dab into because it does take a lot of research, but it's so key to connecting your target audience, the, your clients, your customers to businesses and how to create marketing that really works. So super key. So thank you for for sharing that. So now I'm going to ask you another question. Okay. Let's see. Can you your brand change or are you locked in once you start? Can you change it at any time? Like, can I go from super colorful to boho? Um, well, let's see. You're not stuck technically. And I kind of. Going back to what I shared, it all depends on your audience. <clears throat> so if your if your audience is changing and you find that they're more boho and they're they fit into that mold, then you might want to gradually make a shift and maybe start with how you how you message. Um Maybe it's more of an inspirational message or, you know, a self-care kind of messaging. Mm. Um, So it's not something that's so immediately in your face as changing your colors because you don't want to alienate anybody. Or they're like, wait, is this is this the Vanessa Bell? (laughs) Who is I? Who I don't know. Like, who that be like? <laughs> I'm not sure, so I'm just gonna go someplace else. <laughs> That's true. Or depending on what filter you use, is that Vanessa? Is is <laughs> does that look like the same Vanessa from last week's filter? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I need to get some filters. <laughs> Money filters is the problem because I like, you know, I I save them every time I see a filter on somebody's like story. And I'm like, oh, because there's a way you can save them. I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. So that's why I'm not so many of them. I'm like, okay, I need to stick with one filter so so that they know I actually look like that. (laughs) Right. It's small changes. Small changes. That's the mom life. That's the reality behind being an entrepreneur, being a mom and being a wife and handling multiple, multiple things is I'm sorry, I'm not going to be glammed up every single day. Like it's not going to happen. <laughs> right. But you always look cute every oh, time. I see you, so. It's that filter. It's the filter. <laughs> well, share it with me. <laughs> I'll send you, I'll send you those filters. <laughs> okay, cool. Cool. So uh, thank you so much for answering that question. So I can change. I can. It's not locked in. I can progressively change depending on my audience. Yes. And doing so, don't don't change constantly and don't do it haphazardly, but have a strategy so Mm -hmm. that you're still, it's still, you're still showing your stability. Gotcha. And you can help with that. So say I've been in business for five years Mm -hmm. and- I can come to you and and I can say, hey, can you help me pivot into a different branding? You can help with that? Yeah. I mean, we're going to go and we're going to start with strategy. Mm -hmm. We're going to do a full package, the full shebang. I want to make sure that we start start off right. So we're going to start with 
questions, we're going to start with really breaking down who your audience is and then designing around them, creating the experience that they want. Excellent. I love it. Man, this is awesome. You're not coming bringing us pennies. You're bringing us gems here. <laughs> That's awesome. So am I, um, if I'm just getting started, I don't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. For one thing, can I afford and should I invest in branding? Um, okay. So if you're just starting out, I would say the best place to start your investment is in your brand strategy. That is like a whole gospel. And since I worked with clients, once I, when I jumped into their projects, when they were like, hey, you fixed my website. But <clears throat> there was something missing. So I could only do so much in creating a website. But then they still weren't necessarily getting the traffic or they didn't know what came next or they didn't have a plan for what came next. So that's where I realized that the strategy is so important. And regardless of how your brand visually comes across, the strategic side of it, the the heart of it, um, the core of why you do why you do it, who you're serving, or what makes you unique, what makes you special, and how you want to how you want to share that messaging um, can stay the same. Like for me personally. Um, I've gone through different phases of how I want to help other people. So I I was a teacher prior to um, taking off with my business. Uh, Full, full, full throttle, I guess. But my goal was I wanted, I just want to help people reach their full potential. So regardless of how I do that, that's who I am at the core. And that's what I want to portray to people when they work with me. Um, your brand strategy, you want to you make sure that you invest in that. Um, because the external appearance, that can, that can be changed later or that can be adjusted. But that's the brand strategy. That's your core. Um, and with brand identity, you can start out with like a small identity, like just a really basic logo. Like I love word wordmark logos because they can grow with your business. Um, and then having like a topography system and a color system in place that you could create that on your own. You could use templates, which I'll be working on templates. Um, I do have some templates that I offer, but I'll be working on new templates for people who are just starting out and want to feel want to feel connect fully professional and connected, but don't want to spend a whole lot of money to get there. And you don't want to spend like thousands of dollars on um, branding. And then you end up changing like your whole, your audience changes and everything, all of that's out the window. That's a waste of money. So I'm, I'm going to say if you're new to branding or if you're new to business, start with strategy use templates or, you know, some DIY to, to help you pull things together. Ah, ah, okay. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. I'm a DIYer. I'm a <laughs> DIYer. I will admit, I know at some point I'm going to have to, you know, start handing and relinquishing control to the whole branding aspect of it as my own business grows. 
Um, and so excellent, excellent tips. We do appreciate so much you allowing us to pick your brain. Um, and you definitely gave us so many gems um, and we do appreciate. Is there anything else you would like to share with us when it comes to branding and website design and about your company? Um, let's see. Well, let's see. For It's still very hard to get people to recognize the value in branding. So I'm really trying to push that, push that, push that. And the, the one reason why branding matters for any business is loyalty. Mm. You want to have people come to you because they, they connect with you. They, they feel your values. They feel that you understand them. They feel that you speak to something within them. And so branding helps you uncover those, those values and promote those values um, through each customer and client touch point. Um, and it's not, it can't always be about price. Pricing doesn't, doesn't make you unique, doesn't make you special. It's really about what you stand for. Love it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. You're right. It's not about the money. It's not about the pricing when it comes to what you're offering in comparison to what others are offering. It's about the value. It's about that loyalty. You're loyal to, you're loyal to your brand. You're loyal to your business. Then that loyalty will come back because you're giving value to your audience and your audience will give you that same loyalty. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for, you know, letting us, you know, pick your brain and um, remind us what your social media, Instagram handle, your website, how can people get in contact with you if they're wanting help with branding and website design? Yeah, sure. So um, I forgot to mention this month I'm featuring VIP design intensives. So if you want to work on strategy, we can set that up. Um, you can visit me on Instagram at the number eight, the word nine and design. And then the same thing for my website, the number eight, the word nine and design. And awesome. just head on there. You can DM me on, on Instagram or you can go to my website, click any button and we'll start the process of working together. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate you giving us some of your time. I'm, I tell your son, give him a big hug for allowing us to borrow mommy today. <laughs> yes, he's taking a nap right now. Yay. Okay, so now you get to continue to do what you got to do, which I love how you organize yourself when it comes to work-life balance. And I see how you make an effort in doing that. So that's commendable. So thank you so much, everybody, for listening and continue to listen to the podcast, The Business Designer. Visit my website. I finally launched it. And I'm <laughs> going to keep saying those words until probably the next month. I finally launched it. <laughs> Thank you. And it's the Vanessa Bell.com. So that's the Vanessa Bell.com. I'll be talking about my process, my journey in that later on, on another podcast. And the reason why I created five different websites, but didn't only launch one of them. <laughs> and why I registered five different domains, <laughs> you know, but yeah, yeah. So I'll be talking about that journey on a later podcast. And hopefully um, you guys get entertained by that. So thank you so much for listening to the business designer.